Good morning, all you beautiful peahens and peacocks. Wake up, get up. Ah, it's Tuesday. Your T double E double R double I double F double I double C. Yeah, we got that right. All right. Hey, hopefully you've had a good weekend that we took a long one for ourselves. And now we're looking at a, a good short week before we're heading into the new year. So it's that time of year for everybody to look at the year in review and think about all the things you learned and maybe think about the things you're going to change or, I don't know, do different in 2023. All right, we've got some stories for you on this Tuesday. One of them, we're, we're not letting this guy go for sure, and neither is the New York Times. So we're following this one. We'll be right back. Jason in the morning on AM 1321. from last week, Representative-elect George Santos, remember he had said that uh, he would come out with his answers and his statement this week, well he has, he did it on a federal holiday on Monday uh, to what the New York Times is equating to a political sideshow because he was interviewed by uh, someone that I think it said is cooking, covers cooking or something, and then Andrew Weiner. Uh, as well, yeah, he's probably not the one that you want covering someone not telling the truth. But the story continued coverage by Michael Gold and Grace Ashford uh, that came out on Monday is Santos came out and said, you know what, I did, right? And he says, quote, my sins here are embellishing my resume. I am not a criminal. Well, no. However, comma, you took a seat that swung the balance now, you could say it's his seat, or you could say it's any other one, right? It's, it's just a numbers game at that point. But how do we, you know, how do we know that voters, like, I don't know that New York is, is a traditionally, hey, we're a straight-line Republican place, and maybe they are, but what if it swung enough of those voters by him saying that, hey, I've done these things, and then he just lied about them, Right? I think the bigger question is that who you want in office and maybe it doesn't matter right and i think that's what we're gonna see from this is just okay well if we can have people and we talked about this rags to riches and people are desperate for this story right and oh woe is me i was raised poor and nobody gave me nothing and blah 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 right <laughs> the forefathers of this country probably roll over like what what are we talking about what are we whining about right but now we're seeing it for gain and that's kind of the early mind bro in this story because if you look at a similar law because it is a law the stolen valor act now what the stolen valor act does not prevent is it doesn't prevent you know drunk jim down at the bar from telling you a story about his times in vietnam right Guys can go, they can run, run at the mouth. Ladies too, I suppose, but anybody can run at the mouth about what they did or didn't do 
and you can't prevent them. I mean, heck, you can even have people that roam around wearing uniforms that are all jacked up because they never serve. But the line, according to the law, comes when people gain advantage from it. So if you unlawfully say or lie about your service and you, you get benefits from the VA, or heck, if you even get benefits from some company out in town that supports veterans or helps veterans, whether it's buying a home, a car, or anything else, that's when you break the law. I would have to think in this case, because of the salary he's going to get, because of the lifelong ability to suck up security resources, right? And then his ability to be in the halls that make decisions, I would say he undoubtedly gained advantage. Whether or not anyone's gonna do anything about it remains to be seen. The piece here is that, the, according to the story, quote, the House can only prevent candidates from taking office if they violate the Constitution's age, citizenship, and state residency requirements. Once he has been seated, however, Mr. Santos could face ethics investigations. Well, maybe, end quote, sorry, end quote. Um, but he's already in there, right? Possession is nine-tenths of the law. All right, moving on to the next one. This one is the one we hung on to. It just doesn't get better, folks. I'm sorry. We've been hanging on to the mean stories, the not-so-nice ones until after the holiday break. Uh, just trying to get you but this one is a growing growing problem for the if you're not familiar commonly called the mormon church but uh, as they said a few years ago they only refer to themselves now as the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints or lds whichever way right global church probably about 19 million members around the world but in a story by michael resendez and helen weifering the story comes out but it's it starts talking about the brutality of uh, and, and almost hesitate saying that what's in your ears or your alexis but uh child um uh, well it, it is child pornography and, and i probably should have put a an update at the beginning of the thing in case you have kids listening or whatever but here, here's the well okay so there's your disclaimer if you have kids it's, it's the next you know just fast forward to the next segment but so what they were talking about was the victims of sexual abuse that it doesn't end with the abuse or when the the abuser is caught because then these videos are out there somewhere well this is the case in this story is there was a video of a man raping his nine-year-old daughter now this was found in new zealand on someone else's computer in 2016 so according to the story, it led to this worldwide search trying to figure out who this girl was because according to uh, their statistics, by 2017, the video had been seen and shared more than 4,500 times. And then it just continues and continues to grow uh, in the tally based on uh, the work by the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, uh, a nonprofit that tracks these. But the part of this, though, is this expands and opens the door to this LDS church. Because in the LDS church, much like the Catholic church, we go and you confess your, your wrongdoings. And in this case, uh, the father who was doing this to his children, uh, because it wasn't only the nine-year-old, there was also uh, an infant uh, under 12 months old that was involved in this. But he confessed to what he had been doing to his daughter and then 
the bishop, which is what they call the leader at the local levels, had mentioned this to hire, and then a higher church lawyer, according to the story, said, uh, yeah, just, hey, we're going to keep this under wraps, you know, tell dad do better, uh, or something, but at least to keep the abuse a secret. So what that led to was her victimization constantly and daily um, until later. But again, the the ramifications of this, and, and that's what we always try to get you to think with different mind bros, it's never the... It's never the gunshot, right? It's the whipple, ripple effect that whipple isn't me making up words. It's the ripple effect of what happens, the butterfly effect of every other thing that's changed because of this, right? Now, no amount of justice can be done for people that do these types of crimes. But the issue is, in, in, there's just none, period, because the, the dad killed himself in jail. But the issue is when you have something like a large organization or entity that's sweeping these things under the rug, you're not helping anyone. You're only hurting. And then these things just linger and linger and linger. And now that's someone that is scarred for life. Take a thought on it. We'll be right back after the break. Round in the corner to the B side. We haven't talked about this too much, but gathering from the story and, and where it was swept and, and how much it was buried, we almost felt like it was talking about Ukraine and Russia in August and September of 2021. And remember, we talked about it for almost seven months before Russia invaded in February. Well, here's a similar situation, and I know there's been talk of it, but there's movement now. China, in the uh, over Sunday and Monday, uh, they moved a sizable amount, uh, 71 planes, seven ships towards Taiwan. Now, this has been going on for the last two weeks, where both the United States, South Korea, uh, and China have all been involved in these shows of force, uh, where they do flybys and different things of just... Uh, saying basically, hey, we're, we're here. Uh, and interestingly enough, even Japan in the, in the month of December came out and said, hey, we're focused on our defense as well, uh, which, you know, has been a change in stance from the last 70 years uh, after World War II. Uh, so very interesting to see that these planes have been moved, especially over Christmas. Uh, they went uh, along the border, according to this story, uh, but included uh, many of their fighters as well. And it's said that land-based missile systems have gone. That's out of the Associated Press. Interesting one. I uh, remember once I read the story and history about this, but I think a lot of this has to do with a movie, I believe, that's coming out in the summer. Uh, not tracking precisely when, but uh, this piece, uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer, uh, who helped the U.S. Um, wage the nuclear war uh, by creating uh, the weapons, I guess they were actually weapons of mass destruction uh, that the United States had. But <clears throat> in this piece, he, he goes from, from hero to zero uh, in, this exam in this life, according to a story by Jennifer Willett. But he was stripped of his security clearance afterwards. So he went from helping create the atomic bomb to being uh, the leader of the Atomic Energy Commission, right? And then 
he had some communist friends, and if you remember in the 50s, uh, they were on this big hunt in the McCarthy, uh, McCarthyism, I suppose, um, but he had some, some pieces, and including a, a mistress that he had who committed suicide, but different things here. Um, lots of these people were in, uh, you know, his friend's circle. So after the Manhattan Project, even though that was successful, uh, people had, you know, said, hey, um, we, we don't know if we can trust this guy. Um, now, he was found innocent, according to the Atomic Energy Commission, but they came out and said that he was, quote, not reliable or trustworthy. Um, and so then they took his uh, security clearance away, which meant he could not do that work anymore, uh, know what military secrets uh, were out there, and then, you know, he's just done. And so nearly 70 years later, this clears, uh, kind of clears his name, but a lot of people say, well, we don't, we don't know that it's enough. Um, and again, perhaps in my mind's eye, it could be because of the movie, but it could not be. I don't know. All right. Uh, we are uh, continuing on in this week. It's, you know, it's been bowl season for about two weeks, but now this week uh, the bowls begin to kick off. Uh, for today, you have Georgia Southern at Buffalo in the Camellia Bowl. You have Memphis at Utah State in the First Responder Bowl, Coastal Carolina in the Birmingham Bowl, and later this evening, Wisconsin versus Oklahoma State in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Last night, Chargers-Colts in another matchup between non-winning teams, but the Chargers win against the Colts. Really, the story of the weekend in the NFL was Baker Mayfield. They thumped the Broncos, putting up 51 points. And, you know, what does this say about, if I'm the owner of the Carolina Panthers, I am asking so many questions because you let people poo-poo on this guy who um, comes into a system and within days he's winning games. Uh, so, you know, doesn't have a lot of time to understand their system as well. Uh, you have a big day of Boxing Day Premier League yesterday. Brentford, Tottenham tied Wolves over Everton, Fulham over Crystal Palace 3-0, Newcastle over Leicester, same score, Brighton over Southampton, Liverpool over Aston Villa, Arsenal 3-1 over West Ham. Today you have Chelsea hosting Bournemouth and Manchester United hosting Nottingham Forest. La Liga action gets uh, underway later this week. You've also got uh, some other English uh, league championships going. Uh, you got the Carbonado Cup as well. Uh, so just lots of action going. Yep, there was a lot of NBA yesterday. <laughs> uh, no hockey, though. No hockey. So hockey's on a little bit of break. That's what we've got for you today. Uh, a little bit long because uh, we want you to think about all the different ones on the front end. But as always, brought to you by Linda's Library of Socialites and Savages. Julius Prudent Produce, always thinking green. And, of course, Jack and Ralph's Expedition Services. Captivating lodging by Heathcliff. Look, it's... Still that time of year, still looking out for each other, cleaning up everything, and of course, be good to each other, be good to yourself, be a good human. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Jason in the morning. We're out of here.